Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Well, that would be true if this were a normal day, but Mark Lawrence is still out in the rain in the woods and hunting with a rifle, hoping to get his deer. And of course, we all know, given his history of hunting, that won't happen. So he's taken the day off, and tomorrow he'll be back. But today, I'm pleased to have Steve Kushloff with me again. Good morning, Steve. You're looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I'm Joe. I'm ready to have a good, calm discussion over the issues with you and the callers. You all right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I'm a little worried about you when you say something like that. Well, because I've uh, seen I've seen you roll your eyes sometimes. Yeah. You don't. You're not always calm. Of course, although you, you come across calm. But of course, you your inference that I am not normal. I uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Not a normal day. Steve's here. I you know, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you do tilt a little to the left. You know, I'm worried about your equilibrium. But that's all right. That's Sitting what this straight. program's all about. <laughs> hey, On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www www.sunburymotors.com. It's an open phones day, so our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarkwkok.com or text us at 70236. On the Mark is brought to you by the good folks at the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street in Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Check them out on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. They sell Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars. They're the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and a master towing service with decades of experience. Check out their online specials and you can build your own Ford or build a Ford car or truck to your specifications on their website. Click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver package and don't forget to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection and nitrogen for tires and they're open Monday through Friday 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. So, here we are. We're after the election. The president is filing more lawsuits. Uh, Joe Biden is working on assembling his team, including a very controversial pick for the Office of Management and Budget. And we see where two more two more states, Arizona and Wisconsin, certified uh, their election results on Monday. That's two more states for Joe Biden. Although Donald Donald Trump, Donald Trump says the uh, voting in those two states was rigged, and he, it basically Trump's attitude is, if I didn't win, it was rigged. Um, as a result, Trump has now attacked uh, the governor of Arizona, who is a Republican, uh, Governor Ducey. Uh, he had already attacked uh, the governor of Georgia, a Republican governor that was a real ally of Trump's. You know, I'll tell you, it's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, we all have relationships in our life where you might have a friend or somebody you're allied with and you have a falling out. Well, boy, I tell you, 
if you're an ally or a quote friend of Donald Trump, I wouldn't put a lot of stock in it because he will obviously turn on you. He will drop you in a second. Well, do you think, you know, here's my, my problem with all of this. I don't have any trouble with anybody pursuing their legal rights. You know, I just don't. I don't care whether they're, they're you know, sure. you can assert anything if you think you have proof. What I don't like is assertions that because people disagree with me that they're crooked or that they can't possibly be a decent human being. Uh, I think he's going to hurt Republican chances, to be honest with you, in Georgia and the special elections if he continues to badmouth the system. A lot of people are going to say, well, what's the point? Uh, I'm not going to vote because my vote won't matter. It'll just be a rigged election because the president says it's a rigged election. Yeah. Uh, he really needs, to, I'm sorry, but and I'm a Republican, I think he really needs to concede and knock it off. Yeah, I don't know about Georgia. Um, I'm not a real, I, I, you know, as I get older, Joe, I guess I've, I'm not a big optimist. And so as a Democrat who would love to see the two Democrats win those runoffs, uh, I'm not terribly optimistic. Now, I just wonder about... Uh, just for conversation's sake, 2024. Um, you know, the, Trump's already talking about he's going to run in 2024. And they say he's planning a, a, some kind of a rally on the day of Joe Biden's inauguration. <laughs> right. Yes, that would be absolutely typical Donald Trump to try to undercut the inauguration. Well, my first thought was, you know, a lot can happen in four years. And I thought, I don't think uh, Trump's going to be running in four years. But then uh, the more you think about it, I mean, Richard Nixon, he got beat in the 1960 election. It was eight years, eight years later when he uh, won the presidency. Um, you know, we've seen case after case, really. I mean, even Biden himself, he was on the uh, he was out of public sight, basically, for four, four years. years. Yep. He came back. Uh, Ronald Reagan. Well, you know what they always say? Americans love a great second act. That's true. That's true. And, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan sought the nomination in 76. And lost. And he lost it. Right. And uh, four years later, he ran. So who knows what will happen? The question in my mind, though, is you see how Trump is just alienating one Republican official after another. Governors, the secretary of state down in Georgia. Um so in four years, you just wonder, who's going to be with Trump? But on the other hand, you know, I can understand, you look at election night results. He's ahead some 600,000 votes. And all of a sudden, in all these key states, the voting counting stops, supposedly because of the machines needed to reset or something. And then when they start up again, he winds up losing by a substantial amount. Well, I can understand how, that would, how you would look at that and say, wait a second, what happened? I was winning, then they stopped counting, now I'm losing. Yeah, I... That is not how I saw it at all. What I what I saw was uh, the early part of the evening, um, as was said over and over and over. The early voting was going to be same. The votes that were cast on that day, vote, voting machines, and so it was stated that uh, don't be surprised if Trump has a pretty reasonably significant lead. Um, but when we begin to count the mail-in votes, because supposedly a, a great number of Democrats had voted by mail, then we would start to see things change. You know, my, my sister, of all people, 
her and she's Joe. I'll tell you what. If you think I'm political, <laughs> oh my gosh, you ought to meet my sister. Anyway, I've seen some of her posts on your Facebook okay. page. <laughs> there you go. Well, she said to me, she did not even watch election night uh, returns. She didn't watch election returns until maybe, maybe it was Wednesday night. Maybe it was Thursday morning because she knew that those early returns were were essentially going to be Trump. Well, so what happened was, just as the political pundit said, uh, the early voting was uh, machine, same-day voting. The later voting was the mail-in ballot, and we were going to see uh, a difference. And that's exactly what happened. Well, if, let's say, the president really felt that he was the election was stolen from him, it's odd that he only focuses on key states. What about other states? What about states? What about Massachusetts? Wasn't there, you know, fraud in Massachusetts? What about New Jersey? Wasn't there some in New Jersey? Is it just limited to the battleground states, or was there, you know, was yeah. there fraud other places? So, um, if if you're going to make a blanket statement like that that the election was stolen and it's the greatest fraud in the history of American elections, you absolutely have to have proof. And I'm not talking about affidavits of people who say they saw something bad that maybe amounts to three or four ballots that, you know, to be re, be retallied. I'm talking about the kind of massive, massive systemic thievery, if you will, that would be so obvious, you know, and I think the only thing you can point to is the fact that he was way ahead. The voting counting stopped for some reason in all those key states because we're using that machine, that, um, what do you call it, what was the name of that thing? Uh, the voting system. Well, are you he claims was, Dominion or yeah, Dominion. Yeah, all right. I can't had trouble remembering that. He claimed that it was owned by people in the South America, the Maduro regime in Argentina. It was all Hugo Chavez. <laughs> yeah. Well, I you see when you say the voting, the voting, the counting stopped. I I don't. I I never read that, never saw that, never got that indication. To me, the voted the voting simply it may have slowed down because they were they had counted all of the same day uh, voting, but. Uh, I've got my fact checker here, Joe, once again, <laughs> so we could always check. I don't know about the voting. You need to clean the fingerprints off of your fact you know, checker. I do that a lot, <laughs> and uh, it still gets dirty. But be that as it may, don't you? I know you try to get me off the subject. No, I'm here, not. Joe. Go ahead, Steve. But Go ahead. I'm it, listening. It just seemed like the voting was pretty continuous. Now, even as you know yourself, Joe, in many states like Pennsylvania, the state legislature, for whatever reason, had decided that mail-in ballots were not going to be counted ahead of election night. And uh, now, had they been, then I think you might have seen the voting would have appeared to be more equitable. You would not have had all the machine voting and then all the mail-in voting. You would have, have had the same thing. You would have had all the votes being cast at roughly the same time. So you wouldn't have seen a... Um, but that doesn't make a lot of sense because they're they're entirely different. One is the result of a machine. The other is the result of physically having to open a ma piece of mail and reading what the intent of the voter was or sending it through another machine. It makes sense to handle one and then the other. I don't have any problem with that. 
Well, but they could have handled one. They could have handled the mail-in voting uh, before the machine voting. They could have handled them. They could have taken. But there, I think there's a chance. There is a real chance for fraud. If somebody's counting the votes before the election, the polls have closed. There's a real problem. I got a real problem with that. Wh- why? Because they can. If they, they say, "Hey," and this has happened in American politics. Uh, I'm rereading a book that we talked about on the show last week. We had Cliff Readers on. He mentioned it. It reminded me that it was a great book, and I'm now rereading. It's called "Deliver the Vote," and it's about a history of American election fraud from 1792 to 2004. And it's a fascinating book. To say our elections have been clean and pristine is an absolute fallacy. They haven't been. There have been some form of crookedness in almost every presidential election from the beginning of our republic. So it's not unusual to, to, for someone to think that there could be some chance for fraud. Having anybody know the vote total that needs to be you know, caught up, if you will. I, I know, hey, listen, you're behind 25,000 votes in uh, Pennsylvania. All of a sudden, 25,000 votes magically appear. And that's happened in other elections. Notably, seven, uh, 1876, when uh, the election, the Republicans sent out a message to, I think, the four key states, can you hold your totals? And it was a tacit, you were talking about dog whistles, it was a dog whistle saying, don't report your results until we tell you what we need. Mm-hmm. And they stole the election. Election. Now you notice, and me, that was Republicans who stole it from the Democrats. Right. Now you notice me rolling my eyes, and the only reason I did, Joe, is when, when you sit there and you tell me this is what happened in 1876. I don't doubt it. I know you love history, so I don't doubt it. But like, it's hard for me to say, wait, that's not what happened in eight. Okay, all I am saying, all I'm saying is, even if maybe. Even if they had started to count, if they had started to count the mail-in votes, even a few days before election night, uh, and obviously they'd have to be utterly scrupulous about it because, you know, you've got a point. Um, But if they had at least started to count them, we would not have waited until... Uh, the Saturday after Election Day to know who won. I mean, I saw uh, people on Facebook, friends of mine, saying, what is this? This seems kind of fishy. What are they doing coming up with all these votes after after Election Day? Well, the whole point was because they couldn't count the mail-in voting ahead of time. Well, the problem I see it, and, you know, the Constitution leaves the elections up to the states. And maybe that was good back in the day, but, you know, today with so much technology and so many options for chicanery or problems arising, it would make more sense to me to have a national election policy that was monitored and controlled by the appropriate law enforcement or regulatory agencies. You know, having 52 or 50 states do it 50 different ways or 50 different variations of the same way seems to me fraught with the the chance for for corruption and for um, mismanagement. Sure. I don't know if the states are going to would go for that because boy, you you seem like you, you if you want to take any if, if there is even the hint of taking any power in oh, any area, the state the states just go crazy. And that that note when President Trump tried to get them to inform uh, do some things with respect to the coronavirus, all the governors said, "Hey, you can't do that. It's my state." Well, <laughs> yes, that's true. Hey, we got to take a break. Hold your thought. Already. 1-800-795-9565. We invite you to weigh in on the conversation. It's an open phones day. Uh, we're just talking about election results and the president's lawsuits, but that can be changed. All you need to do is give us a call at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a 
vehicle you really don't want. The Subray Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Investing in your business, but not adding high-speed fiber? Bad decision. Like building a house with no air conditioning, hanging fuzzy dice from your rearview mirror, or getting three bacon double cheeseburgers and a diet soda. Don't be those people. Call Pentella Data and tell them you want real speed, as in the lightning-fast, ultra-reliable confidence only their fiber network can provide. Your employer will be so happy. They'll make bad decisions of their own. High-speed fiber from Pentella Data. Wouldn't it be great to work for a company that offers, quote, advancement and salary bumps? A company offering a corporate-sponsored physical training program that's community-focused with employee appreciation events and opportunities, plus great pay and paid benefits like life, health, and dental? You can. Kramer Feed has many employment opportunities. If you enjoy a family-oriented environment with a company with 75 years' experience, click on Join Our Team at KramerFeed.com. Equal Opportunity Employer. WKOK, The Daily Item, Mifflinburg Bank and Trust, and the Salvation Army in Milton and Sunbury are teaming up to help brighten the holidays for some area families. We're asking for your donation to the Here for Good campaign, formerly the Needy Family Fund. It'll help show how much we care for each other in the Susquehanna Valley as we're offering a holiday meal and gifts to area families in need. Help us to reach our $115,000 goal by dropping off your contribution at any Mifflinburg Bank and Trust branch or online by clicking the link at WKOK.com. The day starts for me before 5 a.m., and I make sure that Mountainside Coffee is part of every morning when I head into the radio station. If you're a business owner, you can enjoy the same benefit by having Mountainside Coffee delivered right to your door. Everyone that calls your business home will be more focused, alert, and awake. Plus, caffeine improves concentration and memory. It's cheaper and easier than you might think, too. Visit mountainsidecoffee.com for more. That's mountainsidecoffee.com, a division of Topohawken Mountain Spring Water. Neil Kulong and the Steelers situation today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan with Steve Kushaloff, and we have a phone call from Dick from Milton. Dick, you're on the mark. Uh, three things about the election. In Ohio, they counted their uh, mail-in votes first, and Biden established a pretty good-sized lead the night of the election, and then they counted the uh, the voting machine uh, votes. They did just the opposite of most places. And as I say, where Trump Trump lost his lead, Biden lost his lead in Ohio, and and a lot of states counted their uh, mail-in votes as they got as they received them, unlike Pennsylvania. So that's that's not something that wouldn't happen in some places. And the other thing is. Uh, the thing that makes it hard for to overturn an election like this, I mean, people in good faith went out and mailed their ballots in because the state told them they were allowed to. No, you're right. And it's pretty hard to come along three weeks later and say, oh, by the way, we made a mistake. We're not, we can't count those ballots now. 
But if somebody did something illegal that resulted in, in um, a necessity to change it or to throw out votes, that's not unfair, is it? I mean, the fact that they gonna, voted... They're not going to find that in millions of cases, though. I agree. They had millions of mail-in ballots. I agree. I, I think they might find so it in some... So, consequently, my point being is, like, I voted, I voted by mail. My wife can't stand in line. She couldn't do that. In fact, my whole family voted by mail because we were told we were allowed to and these votes would count. It's pretty tough to come along three weeks later and say, oh, by the way, your votes aren't going to count now because you didn't show up at the polls. But I don't have any I can't believe any, any judge would ever say, by the way, your votes aren't counting now. Well, the judge did throw it out. He said, why, you know, what you're asking right. is but, but, disenfranchising. But the president still, still wants those, those votes thrown out. It, that won't happen. I agree with you. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I, I don't think it's fair, and I agree with you. If people voted in good faith, why should they be penalized? If I counted, well, he, he thinks he thinks by not counting, by him not winning, 92 million people or 90 million or whatever the number, 93 million people or 73 million people that voted for him are going to be disenfranchised. Well, what about the 80, 80 million people that voted for Biden? Yeah, well, if, they, if they would overturn the election, so I, they're not disenfranchised then. They are, but another if, they, if their votes were cast fraudulently, let's say he's right. I mean, you're talking well, you, about. You keep saying that, but well, there's no reason to, to think that 80 million votes were fraudulent. I didn't say 80 million vote, votes were fraudulent. You I'm, just what said I'm saying, you just said if their well, votes you, were cast fraudulently. I'm, I'm trying to explain it to you, but you won't let me. What I'm saying to you is simply this: if people submitted ballots, if they, there was ballot harvesting, if people got ballots they weren't entitled to. Uh, there's just a story on the news this morning about somebody registering a dead woman in California or in one of the elections. If there was that type of fraud, yes, those, those votes should be thrown out. But I, I don't think the president has proven that. And he may have all the affidavits in the world, but affidavits are nothing more than statements that are sworn to under penalty of perjury. That doesn't make them true. You know, it certainly puts the people who gave them at risk if they're lying, but it doesn't, it's not the same thing as absolute proof that somebody did something wrong. And that's what's lacking in the president's case, in my opinion. Well, he has no case to me. None. So far, I don't know how many 30-some lawsuits, and every one of them have been overturned or not even allowed. And I don't think the Supreme Court, I don't think Justice Alito is going to just say, Jesus, we're just going to take this a little further now. I can't believe that. I don't believe any of them will. I've I, I heard somewhere that, that most times the Supreme Court really does not want to get involved in elections. No, they don't. Historically, they don't. Other than, other than in, in, in obviously, in Bush, Bush Gore. That's the only time they've ever done that. But uh, they really don't want to get involved in elections. They don't, want to, they don't want to disenfranchise the will of all these voters. I can't agree, disagree with that. And I agree that that's exactly what they should do. Stay out of it. So I don't know reason. where it's going to end. I do know one thing: if it gets, if eventually down the line, uh, Donald Trump is a president, I would, I have no respect for him now, and I would have even less respect for him then. I, that's my point. Fair enough. Goodbye. Oh, wait a second. I think Steve wanted to say something to you. Well, it, it, yeah. Good morning, oh, Dick. How he, you doing? He left. Oh, I'm I, sorry. <laughs> I think I've I think I've just violated the FCC rules once again. Not allowed to. Uh, can't use the radio as a communication. Well, you're not. He, we were talking to him, so you're allowed to address him. Oh, okay. Anyway, what I you know what, the point that I made a few minutes ago when I said if Trump were to run again, I don't know who would stick with him because he 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 just. Uh, Bad mouths all these Republican officials. Well, you look at the let's just look at the Republican electorate in general. Um, there's a certain at least half of them. They they they'll just they would follow Trump right off the edge of a cliff. There's no doubt about that. But what I'm wondering about is the more is other Republicans people like 
yourself, and I'm certainly not asking you to tell me how you would vote. Um, you know, Joe, some of my best friends are Republican. You've heard that before. And I just wonder... I don't believe it. Okay. <laughs> you know... Listen, I think there should have been two questions on the ballot. First of all, who is the more decent human being? That's question ballot, ballot question one. And the choices are Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Second, whose policies are best for America? Donald Trump or Joe Biden? I would have voted yes for Joe Biden on the first and for Donald Trump on the second. I believe Joe Biden is a decent human being. I don't believe he's, a, you know, a child molester or some of these charges of levity against him. He certainly isn't uh, a wild-eyed, radical left-winger. You know, is he likely to be ineffectual? I don't know. He's been a little stronger than I thought he would be, at least going into this, standing up to the extreme far left. So good let's Lord, say dude. I'm encouraged. Good, good. Well, you know, but the thing is, I'm willing to put the election behind me. My guy lost. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't believe President Trump won. I didn't vote for him because I like him as a human being or a person. I like the policies he put in place. I believe they were beneficial to the country. I don't believe the guy's a racist. I think he's stupid. He says stupid things. But, you know, I just don't believe all the horrible stuff about him. And then people bring up stuff from the campaign and bad stuff he said. Those aren't policies. Those are insane indiscretions of common sense, if nothing else. But, you know, his policies, I think, have been good. On the other hand, Joe Biden is the kind of guy I would rather go out and have a beer with or sit down and talk to, and I would trust him more to sit down and listen to people and try to solve their problems than I would President Trump. So that's just me. And now we're going to hear from Bob from Paxinus. You're on the mark. Yeah, good morning. I went to the bank yesterday. Now they're closing up banks. You can't even go inside anymore. This coronavirus is getting out of control again, and Trump keeps lying to people about that. Well, how's he lying? You know, What's he he li- he's not lying to anybody. He hasn't said anything about the virus yeah. in the past couple of weeks. Right, he just ignores it. <laughs> but well, I, hey, I know your frustration. Listen, I'll just throw this out there real quick. Um, to try to get a cup of coffee in the morning. You know, I live literally 90 seconds away, and I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but I live 90 seconds away from a very well-known place where you can get a cup of coffee and a donut. Now, that might be a hint. Okay, but um, for a long time, you could not even go in and get your coffee uh, and to take it out. You couldn't do that. You had to get in a, in a drive-through line. Have you seen what those, what those drive-through lines are like? They're insane. Now, right. then for a while, they changed the rules. Okay, you can go in and you can get coffee to go. That'd be fine. But I, uh, I will bet the way things are going, they have rescinded that. Well, the only bank I know that's uh, closed its um, lobbies is Nori National. Uh, I went there the other day, and I tried to get in. The doors were locked, and I saw a sign that said that they've done that in abundance and caution. But I deal with two other banks as well, and there I have been able to go in still. Yeah. No, my bank, my bank's lobby was... It was open about two weeks ago, but for a long time it was closed. Yeah, all of them were for a long time. Yeah. But did you ever think, you'd, Bob, did you ever think you'd walk into a bank wearing a mask and ask for money? <laughs> uh, well, I went out on Halloween with my Halloween costume on, and the guy at the door said, do they know who you are? <laughs> so I had a whole mask on. <laughs> well, but, you know, today's paper had 12 or 14 deaths in, and one of them is COVID-related, it said in the paper. So this thing is real, and people need to start taking it real. I mean, how hard is it to wear a mask? I mean, you want your other rights and stuff like that. I mean, what about our, you know, people that are trying to do the right thing? What about our rights? 
Well, that's true. I, I, you know, I've seen people at different places who they have signs out in front of the place saying you won't be allowed in here without a mask. And then you walk in, you see people roaming around without masks. Right. I want to grab somebody and says, how say, how is this guy allowed to roam around here without a mask? You know, and yeah. I stay away from people generally, you know, in a store. Most folks will, will give you a wide berth in stores, but others just come right up to you and walk right past you, you know, and they don't maintain the six feet, sep- six foot separation. So you're right. I mean, some people are willing to take risks that I'm not willing to take, and I guess they're willing to take risks you're not willing to take, Bob. And uh, right, been... and I've all, I've also started wearing two masks at a time, just for double protection. And you know, one, my last thing is, you can believe Trump's lies, or you can support our democracy, but you can't do both. Well, here, here. That was a uh, quoting in the paper today. Unfortunately, this is a republic, though, not a democracy. Hey, thanks for your call, Bob. Always appreciate it. We're going to take a break for the news, and then we're going to be back with more of On the Mark. It's an open phone day. We invite your calls, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com or send us a text at 70236. We'll be back after the news on WKOK Sunbury. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. CBS News has learned states will begin receiving Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine two weeks from today. That December 15th date just can't come soon enough. Governors like Ohio's Mike DeWine have been watching the numbers of COVID cases and deaths rise. He tells CBS this morning, health care professionals and the elderly should be at the top of the vaccination list. First responders, our first line nurses, first line doctors, those are individuals who clearly, clearly need to get it are people in our nursing homes who are the most vulnerable. State Republicans are trying to impeach DeWine over his COVID rules. More than 5,000 people are hospitalized in Ohio. That's a 200% increase since November 1st. In Memphis, Missouri, Dr. Shane Wilson says doctors and nurses at Scotland County Hospital are in the danger zone. With the the positivity rates being high, we have both staff uh, members nursing as well as ancillary staff members that are in quarantine. California Governor Gavin Newsom is warning ICU beds in his state could be full before Christmas. He's threatening full stay-at-home orders within the next few days. British researchers may have cracked a COVID mystery. Three months after leaving the hospital, the COVID patients continued to experience breathlessness, yet their lungs appeared normal. But when the Oxford University team had the patients inhale xenon gas, which acts like oxygen but can be tracked in an MRI scanner, they got a different picture. The abnormalities we saw on the xenon scans in their lungs were quite striking. Researcher Fergus Gleason is now expanding his study to learn more about the damage and how long it lasts. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. There's pushback over President-elect Biden's choice to head up the Office of Budget and Management near a Tandon. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe. Tandon, head of the Liberal Center for American Progress think tank, is already drawing criticism from some Republican lawmakers. They argue she's been too critical of President Trump and GOP lawmakers on Twitter. Mr. Biden is scheduled to unveil his economic team today. New discoveries beyond Earth. CBS's Elaine Cobb has details from the Foreign Desk. A million new galaxies have been discovered thanks to a powerful new telescope in the Australian outback. They came to light as scientists mapped the southern sky, and it all happened in just 300 hours. Previously, that would have taken 10 years. Sales have been booming for independent businesses.
businesses on Amazon Black Friday through Cyber Monday. The company reports an increase of more than 60% over last year. S&P futures are up 34 ahead of the opening bell. Dow futures ahead 312. This is CBS News. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. That's healthy news for everyone. Only Eggland's Best. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, and 38% more lutein, plus more folate and iodine too all to help you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Lately, we're doing a lot more at home, which means we're doing a lot less driving. With pay-per-mile car insurance from Allstate, you only pay for the miles you drive. Drive less, save 50% with Allstate. You've never been in better hands. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Pricing varies based on how you buy. Driving behaviors and includes a daily rate. Not applicable in California. Based on annual premium paid by Allstate Standard Auto customers versus Allstate pay-per-mile customers who drive an average of 4,000 miles a year. Savings vary subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and its affiliates. Copyright 2020 Allstate Insurance Company. The speed of the first COVID relief package led to mistakes that cost the government dearly. The IRS admitted to mistakenly sending $1,200 federal stimulus checks to foreigners living abroad. Initially, the agency blamed the confusion on those non-citizens' tax returns. But some who didn't pay taxes in the U.S. still received the checks. According to the Inspector General for the Treasury Tax Administrator, as much as $34 million went to foreign addresses, though that total includes people who were eligible for the COVID relief payments. Lilia Luciano, CBS News. With coronavirus cases still on the rise, Starbucks is bringing back a freebie. Healthcare workers and first responders who show ID can get free tall brewed coffee, hot or iced, through December 31st. The company offered free coffee at the beginning of the pandemic and gave out more than 2 million cups between March and the end of May. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This financial update is sponsored by Indeed. Two very different forecasts for this holiday shopping season. The National Retail Federation is predicting holiday sales will rise to as much as $766 billion through December 31st. On the flip side, Zenreach, a retail marketing tracker, is projecting shopping will drop through the end of the year and retail will suffer a more than 21% decline from a year ago. And hold the carbs and sugar, but bring on the scent. Duncan has teamed up with lifestyle brand Homesick to bring back its scented candles that deliver in-store smells inside your home. The original blend brews the classic aromas of coffee and cream, while the old-fashioned brings the nostalgia of fresh donuts. Both retail for $34. Are you hiring? You need Indeed. Indeed immediately delivers quality candidates from our resume database when you upgrade your job post. It's that simple. Receive a $75 sponsored job credit on your first post at indeed.com slash credit terms and conditions apply news radio 1070 wkok presents on the mark it's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the susquehanna valley Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, 
Joe McGranahan. Thank you, and welcome back to On the Mark. With me is Steve Kushaloff. Mark Lawrence taking the day off, second day off to go hunting. Um, whether he got a deer or not, tune in tomorrow to find out. He'll be back. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open, and this is an open phones day. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com, or you can text us at 70236. On the Mark brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, where they sell Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars. They're the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks, and a master towing service with decades of experience. What you need to do is check them out in person at those two great locations or online at www.sunburymotors.com. Open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. That's the quick lane, of course, on North 4th Street in Sunbury. Taking a look at news headlines, a Mifflinburg man was arrested and sent to the Union County Jail after he allegedly threatened to burn down a home. State police say 35-year-old Victor Medina threatened a woman saying he would burn down her house in West Buffalo Township on Thanksgiving morning. When police arrived, he told police he had a knife on him and then tried to run back into the home. State police used a taser to subdue Medina, who was placed under arrest. He was charged with criminal attempted arson, aggravated assault, terroristic threats, and resisting arrest. Medina was arraigned on November 26th and sent to prison in lieu of $75,000 bail. Mifflinburg police assisted state police at the scene. All PA CareerLink offices are closed until further notice due to COVID-19. COVID-19 increases closed the CareerLink again. Uh, again, they are all closed. The Career Office announced Monday morning all locations will be closed until further notice. Those locations are in Sunbury, Bloomsburg, Williamsport, Lock Haven, Lewistown, and Belfont. PA CareerLink says it will continue to work remotely and assist job seekers and employers with their needs virtually. Despite the pandemic, a local library is hosting a holiday event both in person and online. The Gelnet Library in Sealands Grove is holding their Festival of Trees until December 30th. All trees and wreaths are based on a children's book or theme and are decorated by local community groups and families. Library Director Pam Ross says the trees can be viewed at the library during regular hours or you can visit SnyderCountyLibraries.org to see them online. To vote for your favorite tree, visit the website where you can also see videos of volunteers reading the books associated with those holiday trees. And troopers are looking for whoever spray-painted racial and politically offensive remarks on a tractor trailer. State police at Milton are looking for information uh, after that vandalism on Ridge Road in Turbot Township, Northumberland County on November 19th. State police Heritage Affairs was contacted regarding the incident. If you know anything about it, you're asked to call the state police at Milton. And that's our our quick look at the news, 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline. It's available to you. Uh, we're talking about the election results, the um, president's lawsuits, and whether or not Joe Biden will wind up being a halfway decent president. So you had something you wanted to share, Steve. Okay. Now, you were talking about um, what, you, what you listed as uh, numerous accomplishments under the Trump uh, administration. Well, that was off air. We were talking about that. Right, right. Okay, okay. which is all well and good. Um, I think a lot of voters uh, kind of take a big picture view of politics. Um, they they base their they base their vote on their impression of the person. They base their vote on what they perceive to be the things that the candidate wants to achieve. Uh, 
I was watching a uh, TV show about uh, political campaigns, and Ronald Reagan, they showed a clip of Ronald Reagan, and I think this was at a time when he was pursuing uh, the nomination. And Reagan was uh, giving a speech to not a huge group, and he said, I don't want to go to Washington because I think I can achieve great things. I want to go to Washington because I think you can achieve great things. I'm familiar with that quote. Okay. Now, juxtapose that, compare that with Donald Trump, who, when he ran for president, said, nobody knows the system better than I, which is why I alone can fix it. You know, Joe, I'm telling you, all I need to hear are those two quotes. And I don't want to hear about how much money he gave to the uh, HBCUs and, and tax breaks. It's that, that's all I need to hear. Those two quotes. Anybody, anybody who is appealing for my vote, and they show that kind of self-centeredness, that kind oh, of... Oh, you're, you're ignoring something you said yourself. During the break, you were, you were telling me that Republicans uh, don't really care about anybody but themselves. They tend to vote in their own self-interest, where Democrats look at the big picture, the downtrodden, people who need help. Whatever happened to President John Kennedy, who was, I believe, a Democrat, when mm -hmm. he said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Exactly. The whole Democratic Party has changed. Now it's, we want to give you this free stuff. Here's free stuff. Have some of this. Have you some know, of that. I just love it. Uh, you know, all the, all the Democrats have to do is propose a, a program that's actually going to help people, and the next thing we hear they just want to give stuff away. You know, when uh, you can certainly remember better than I probably when Medicare came into being. And let's face it, Joe, the Republicans were anti-Medicare. The American Medical Association ripped into it. And yet when Barack Obama was pushing the Affordable Care Act, how many Republicans said, you better not take away my Medicare you know, it, let's face it, Joe, it's always, it is always, it is always the Democrats who come up with uh, programs like... But, what, but, what, but you're missing the whole larger point. If Medicare was something for me, it's something I got. Now, you're saying the Republicans want to keep that, but you're saying the Democrats create it. Yeah, the Democrats the Democrat create, create things for their own self-interest, things that are going to make their life better and fund their, their beliefs and the things they want to do. And then the Republicans say, well, all right, well, you've given it to us. We're going to keep it. The Democrats create things to help people, things like... Help themselves. Things like Social Security. Where well, now we're be? going back to the 1930s. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's a shame we had to wait until then, but that's the way uh, life works. Things like Social Security, okay. things no, like You accuse Medicare. me of being a history buff, and I am. And I know that the history shows us that up until maybe the FDR administration, people were largely assumed to be responsible for themselves. If they didn't have money for food, that was just too bad. Too bad. You know, so let's face it. As a society, we have evolved. Correct. Whether it was because of Republicans or Democrats or whoever— at some point, we had to say that at some basic level, we are our brother's keeper, and we do have some responsibility toward our brother. Welcome to the party. Start. No, but the difference is, do we make him replete? Do we make him lavishly wealthy? Do, do, does he do better than people who go out and work for a living every you know, day? And that's where the Democrats fail. Joe, it... We always tend to have, when we have these discussions, we always stick to the, the extreme ends. 
believe me, I know, I know there are people out there who, uh, who cheat the system. I will never forget when I was living in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. We're going back probably all close to 50 years. And I met a man, I was in his home, and he said he couldn't work. He was uh, uh, medically uh, unable to work because he got nervous. And somehow I got a look at his cupboards in his kitchen, and they were full of more medicine bottles than you could shake a stick at. So there's no doubt about it. And I know people in the medical field who deal with patients, and it's the same thing. There are, there are, there's no doubt there are people out there who know how to, as they say, game the system or cheat the system, and they are very content to have society take care of them. But, you know, Joe, I'll tell you what, I've been a Democrat my whole life, and I've been working since I was 15 years old. Well, that makes you the exception, right? Not at (laughs) all. Thank God there are hardworking Democrats like me. Listen, I, I think the government owes people a level playing field. I believe that the government owes people a chance, an unfettered chance, to be everything they can possibly be. There should be no impediments against you because of your race, your religion, how you vote politically, who you like, who you dislike, what you say or what you do. I'm not in favor of this cancel culture. I believe we owe you a level playing field. What you make of that, then, becomes your responsibility. And to say, all right, well, we, we did that. We have this perfectly level playing field. And over here, old Earl, he can't compete, so we're going to give him another hand. At what point do we say to people, rise or fall on your own? You know, here we've given you all this. We've given you a basic floor. You're not going to sink below that. But, you know, we keep saying, well, we need to make them even better. We need to raise the minimum wage. We need to do this. We need to give them that program. Where does it end? Where it ends, you know... Joe, when you've got people, let's say you've got people dying in the streets, is the government supposed to sit back and say, well, hey, too bad, buddy. You know, I know they're hiring over here. But they aren't dying in the streets. Well, suppose you they said were. We go to, you say I go to the extremes. You're going to the extremes. Well, there are people of. dying in the streets. And, you know, if you do have somebody, if you can find somebody who is simply basing their entire living on uh, what they can get out of social security, what they can get out of welfare, what, they, what kind of government programs, you think that's a great life? It's it's not like the government even if even if you've got somebody who is completely dependent on the government that's no great life and but yet you you oppose programs where we tie the benefits you get into you achieving something more like you're being willing to go out and maybe just sweep the street in front of your house you know every time there's a workfare proposal the democrats are always against it yeah and i i know that also we have dis- decided or discovered that uh you know, the Democrats are the ones who say every there should be um, federal programs to help people find jobs. So the Democrats are all for people working and finding jobs. You know, it was Bill Clinton uh, who left office with about a 60 plus 60 percent approval rating. Bill Clinton is the fellow, the Democrat president, who talked about opportunity, opportunity. And the who, government did, and will who help created you. opportunity zones in black neighborhoods? Donald J. Trump. Well, and yet and, they uh, call him a racist. And who, who created uh, Keystone opportunity zones uh, here in Pennsylvania? I think that was done under a Democratic administration. Governor Rendell. Is there you go. Okay. I, I'm willing to give the devil his due. Oh, I happen well, to like Ed Rendell. I've met him a number 
number of times. Yes, he's a great he's guy. A, he's a heck of a guy. <laughs> but, you know, the, the to me, there's got to be a balance here. We have to say, all right, we're going to help people, but there's a limit to the amount of help we give you. At some point, you've got to rise or fall on your own. You know, and this idea that Democrats don't believe that is... They is, don't. To me, is it borders on the ludicrous. But you're always willing to come up with another program. We talked yesterday about Joe Biden saying he wants to give a pathway to citizenship for 11 plus, plus million uh, undocumented immigrants. Yet he hasn't said what he's going to do to stop the border uh, uh, security. Uh, no. he, had, he has said he's going to stop or reinstitute, uh, stop and release or catch and release. You know, you know? I, I, Joe, just yesterday I found a six-point program of Biden's for dealing with uh, immigration, and point number six was increased border security. <coughs> and I, but what I, is his specific plan for that? He's got a specific plan for uh, for ending. Joe, uh, I'm not going to hold your hand, Joe. You know, you you've got this fancy new computer at home. You could go home and say, <laughs> just do a search. I'll give you a tip. Just do a search. Biden immigration plan. You'll get more information than you can deal with. Bob, you want another minute? You got it. Yeah, well, I was... This old Wikipedia democracy, actually what it is, it's a political system for choosing and replacing the government through free and fair elections, active participation of the people as citizens in politics and civil life, protection of the human rights of all citizens and rule of law, in which the laws and procedures apply equally to all citizens. So that's what I was talking about, democracy. Okay, but I know we are. Republican. I know it's it's okay. We can be both, maybe. According well, to I guess Wikipedia, you be, that's what it says. Fair enough. I'm, I won't argue that point with you. I just, when people say this is a democracy, true democracies are not what we have in this country. What we have is a representative form of government, and that's a republic. But thank you. I agree yeah. that, you know, those are certainly noble aspirations. Thank you, Bob. 1-800-795-9565. We're having a vibrant discussion. It would be even better if you joined us. 1-800-795-9565. Give us a call at that hotline number or email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Are you working on a remodel or new construction job and need new carpet and flooring? Save time and money by calling Garvey's Flooring America. Choosing Garvey's Flooring America for your commercial space means you'll pay the lowest prices from the largest selection of in-stock carpet and floors in the Valley. Garvey's Commercial Division is known for having the highest standards in the industry. Whether an office, a school, church, or restaurant, Garvey's Flooring America has the experience to guide you from start to finish, providing solutions to make it happen on time and on budget. Visit us online at garveyscarpet.com. This holiday season, give them the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Buy them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree 
The fashionable accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide is packed with great ideas for everyone on your list. For a gift that keeps on giving all year long, pick up the quiet, lightweight, and long-running performance of the Steel AK Homeowner Series of battery-powered tools. Convenient all-in-one sets featuring tool, battery, and charger start at only $199.95. Legendary Steel performance is easy to use, easy to give, and hard to beat. Find the perfect gifts and wrap up all your holiday shopping at your local Steel dealer. Or shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real Steel. Find yours. All prices MSRP. Available participating dealers while supplies last. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Bill Hillgrove, the voice of the Steelers and Pitt Panthers. And the shame of it was just the way things came down that the Steelers prepared for the Titans and didn't prepare for a bye week, then bang, suddenly they got a bye week. Well, you know, I like Tomlin's attitude. We'll deal with it. And that's what you have to do. Yeah, is it fair? No. But life isn't fair. And life is what you make it. The Steve Jones Show, three to five weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranham. With me is Steve Kushaloff. We invite your participation in the program. As Mike is on the line, he'll give us his participation in a moment. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. One of our emailers said, Biden won because he did a lot better than Clinton in suburban areas where there are white and minority voters. Trump does not challenge those results. Black voters went for Biden at 88%. He owns both groups. Black voters also won the primary for him. They did really get Harris. Voice, uh, voice, and representation in his administration are part of that payback. Isn't that a pound of fle- isn't pound of flesh anti-Jewish? I suppose it is if you believe Shakespeare was an anti-Semite. Uh, that's up to you, of course. Uh, Mike, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Uh, I'm sorry, I just joined your uh, program, uh, so I'm not really in tune with what you guys are talking about. But since it's open line, I wanted to just discuss. Uh, over the holidays, I got sucked into watching a series called Yellowstone. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's uh, relatively popular. I think it was produced by the Paramount Network. You can get it on uh, uh, Amazon or subscribe to Paramount. But in any case, it's about a large ranch in uh, Yellowstone uh, uh, Park area, and it, it, it involves uh, a family trying to control that land, and then the uh, Native Americans trying to get it back, and the environmentalists trying to shut everything down, and on and on. But last night, they, they uh, showed one of the Native Americans who got a job at one of their colleges in in uh, Montana that you know started the old uh, business of you know the uh, the white people stole all this land and and they did this and they did that. And, you know, we can argue about that. I mean, <clears throat> truth of the matter is, the, the Native Americans that were here before, you know, pre-Columbus days, they did a pretty good job of uh, taking each other's land and killing each other, too. But that, that's not the point of the discussion. It's just the point that that typifies what's being taught in our schools, our schools today, that, that I believe they're being taught that white man bad, everybody else good. Now, I'm not a, a white nationalist or anything like that. I'm just looking at the trends and what I'm seeing by looking at media. And then this morning, and this is the, reason, the real reason I called, I turned on the uh, TV and, I, and CBS morning news talk show type uh, thing was on there, and I don't, I don't even know the characters because I don't watch it that often. But they showed, uh, uh, they revisited Wuhan, China, and uh, a, a reporter that was, I guess, the first American there went back, and he showed 
that the Communist Party had erected a gigantic monument to how they defeated the disease in China and showed uh, pictures of how great everything is there right now. And then when they came back to the studio, the, uh, the one woman says, and, and we have so much to learn from China. And the message is mass work. And their slogan, people first, people first. And, and I'm thinking to myself, here we have the Columbia Broadcasting System spouting communist China propaganda. And I doubt that that woman has ever been to China and seen firsthand what goes on there and, and, and what life is really like for most of the people there. And, and I just, I, I can't get over, I'm thinking to myself, I said to my wife, I said, I, I just got sick to my stomach, you know, for the, the cultural trend that we have right now in the future of this country, when one, a once proud broadcasting network is, is spouting Communist Party propaganda and slamming the United States, and then at the end of it all, and, and I have to I've watched it several times, and I just can't decide whether they were, you know, laughing and mocking at uh, Donald Trump's uh, vision of America and thinking that it's going to be way better under Biden. But I just I had to get this off my chest because I, I really was disturbed, uh, especially by what I, what I saw on the CBS network this morning. Well, I've been hearing that uh, Vice President Biden, President-elect Biden, is now going to get rid of the America First thing, which strikes me as odd because do we really want a president who thinks America should be other, anything other than first? Or do we want any national leader to run any country that doesn't want their country to be the best it can possibly be? Uh, I particularly don't. I want the interest in the United States and the American people to be first. Now, obviously, we have vested interests across the entire world, and we want to get along with the world, and we want uh, peace in the world, but I don't think we want to reduce ourselves to the lowest common denominator and say, hey, we're just like everybody else. Right. Uh, I believe in American exceptionalism. I mean, look at all we did in World War II. We won that war. You know, we have done other things. We went to the moon because President Kennedy inspired a nation to achieve something far beyond what others could have hoped to achieve. You know, we've always been exceptional, and to deny that, I think, is to fly in the face of reality. And I tell you, Joe, America first did not mean America first. You know what it has meant. America first under Trump has meant America alone. America will go it alone. Great Britain, Germany, the rest of you, you're on your own because we're taking care of ourselves. Joe Biden, from his own mouth, has said, uh, number one, he has said, our message to the world is we are back. And he has also said it's time for America to once again take its place at the head of the table. I don't now, think he used the word head of the table. I think he did. I no, think, I uh, think he said at the table, not head of the no, table. No, I think he said at the head of the table. And I will tell you, and let's just for the sake of conversation, let's leave it at that, that he said the head of the table. Because when you say the head of the table, that means a couple things. That means, number one, you're going to lead. America has not been a leader in the last, uh, under Donald Trump, uh, this COVID thing is a excellent example of that. We have tried to go it alone uh, with COVID, and as a result, we've got, um, we have what, 4% of the world's population, but yet we have uh, 19% of the deaths. So uh, as far as world cooperation, we haven't had it. So when you say at the head so of the table... So if we invited in all the foreign powers, out of curiosity, we invited in all these foreign powers to help us with the virus, you think we'd be better off? 
I think if we had made an effort, if, if in fact, how to be did honest, China make if, an effort? If, I'm sorry, we're taking your time, Mike. But did China yeah, make an effort? Yeah. <laughs> if well, what about I, what about the vaccine? Do we, uh, you know, uh, I want to talk. I, I'm not sure I know the name of the gentleman there with you, Joe. But Steve, you know, when Trump, when Trump, Steve, when uh, Trump said we're going to have a vaccine by the end of the year, were, were you mocking him at that time, no, like all fact, the rest of the Democrats and left wingers, or did you yeah, support the president Mike, and say Mike, yes, Mike, we're going to move Mike, ahead? Mike, Mike, you wait a minute, you know. I don't remember all the Democrats and all the left wingers attacking. That is well, that they is. They they wouldn't take it if uh, even Mayor uh, Governor Cuomo said he wouldn't take well, it I if it came I, under the Trump administration. No, uh, what I remember specifically is uh, the vice president elect saying that if Donald Trump himself is the one who said to take the vaccine, she would not take it. But if there was uh, public health officials like Dr. Fauci, like Dr. Burks, and they said take it, then she would take okay. it. Now, that I will say that is one of the few accomplishments that I will grudgingly give uh, the Trump administration for Operation Warp Speed. Oh, that they let have. me write this uh, yes, down. Yes, <laughs> you should, because that's, good. that's just about the only one. But I do have a question. As an American, why do you have to grudgingly give somebody a compliment. Oh, well. why, why can't you just give a compliment? Okay, I did. You know, to okay. me, and it, with, with, with the last four years, it's been, from the Democrats, it's been everything about America being last. But the reality is, the, the more the world uh, lately has been like America, the better it's been. You know, you, you know that old saying, America is an idea, and the reality is that in America you can be anything you want. And, and that is true. I mean, in many countries, still today, Depending on your family, where you were born, who your parents are, whether you have one parent, two parent, or illegitimate, or what, that determines your future. Here in the United States, it doesn't hey, matter who you are. Mike, I you am can not... be anywhere. And, and as Joe said, that is one of the reasons why we're great. That is one of the why, reasons why we're such a leader. Sure. No, I don't disagree with that. But, uh, well, we do have another call. Yeah, we do have another call, Penny. So uh, yeah. anything else, Mike? We'll let you, give you the last word. No, I got it off my chest. <laughs> Thanks very much, <laughs> Well, I man. agree with you. Thanks for calling, Mike. Appreciate it. Take You're care. Welcome. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. We have a couple of emails, and we have a call from Van. Van, you're on the mark. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Hanging in there. How about you? No, good. Hey, did you check out the Great Reset? The Great Didn't Reset? time to do that. The mm -hmm. Great Reset that I brought up yesterday for you to check out. Nah, I <laughs> may have been paying attention. Take much to Google it to check it out, but you really ought to. But one of the things, Steve, you were, you know, you begrudgingly give Trump credit, but Trump has done a lot. And one of the biggest things he's done is brokered the peace in the Middle East. And we're seeing Israel, along with a lot of other countries, coming together now. Oh yeah, and that's why yeah, that's why the nuclear scientist in Iran was just assassinated, and uh, so we're we're just hoping well, that why, between why Israel. Do you think that happened, Steve? Why, Steve, why do, do you think that happened? All I know Here. is, you know, you know why. All I know is right now we got a situation over there with Israel and with Iran where things, uh, you know, may blow up right in our face. We you know, we don't know exactly what's happened, and we don't you know we don't know how Donald Trump is even going to respond. But when I okay. hear okay, well, it, it, I can guarantee you how he's not going to respond with anything as far as starting a war. I know some people are saying that Donald Trump is anti-war, but anyhow, that you know the previous administration funded and gave a bunch of money to Iran. So you know you might want to remember that. And oh, also, what, uh, here. You, you want to compare. Democrats and Republicans and how bad the Republicans are. 
I don't know of any Republican mayors that allow their cities to be burnt and businesses looted and talking about defunding the police. I don't know of any of those. Do you, Steve? You know any Republicans like that? Well, name me a name me a big city, name me a big metropolitan city that's got a Republican mayor. Oh, you know, and you know why that is, Steve? Because oh, um, there's people in the cities that love handouts. Oh, here and we go again. You've been no, you've been you drinking mean, the Joe the, uh, you've been drinking the Joe McGranahan Kool Aid that uh, no, the, 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 that oh, all the Democrats want to do is hand out. A lot of people out. feel that way. Have, I know they do. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong either. <laughs> but, but, but Steve, you you say that's not a good life. There's people that are satisfied with living like that. I remember we used to go out and invite people to church, and we knocked on Memorial Acres doors, and there was a guy down there, 50 years old, and he was drinking beer and playing video games and he was getting welfare disability i guess not welfare disability he looked as disabled as what i am but he wasn't working he was satisfied living like that he was happy like that so there's people that are happy that way sure but hey. you, you gotta one of the one of the things i did want to bring up is about our first amendment rights as christians in america we're seeing things happening happening now with uh, Governor Newsom, Governor Cuomo, where finally the Supreme Court stepped in and said five to four that the churches were allowed to meet against a, a Cuomo mandate. So I don't know how you, what you think about the First Amendment. That's kind of scary when five to four the decision is that churches are still allowed to meet with, with no restrictions in New York. Is that bothersome to you at all? You know, the gov governors and elected officials are put in those positions to try and maintain uh, safety. Now, for, you know, my church on its own has, uh, for the time being, has once again suspended in-person uh, meetings. We, you know, we're, not, we're no longer meeting in person on a Sunday morning. Um, if you think it's just dandy for... Um, 750 or whatever uh, people oh. to get together oh, on a okay, Sunday okay, morning. Steve, Can I finish? You know, we let you talk. If you think it's fine and dandy for all those people to get together on a Sunday morning, sitting shoulder to shoulder, breathing each other's air, and then you wonder why three days later you see a big upsurge in, in COVID-19, hey, have at it. But then why, well, okay, why Steve, some states what, allow... Some, I'm sorry, go ahead, Van. I'll let you make your point. With that, with that remark... You know, the protests are still allowed to happen. People are allowed to protest. So we see the contradiction there. You know, it's like going back to the very beginning of this thing when they were shutting down private businesses and, you know, you can't have your business open, you're shut down. A lot of businesses haven't come back from that. But other businesses were, were allowed to be open. They, they shut dentist offices. But they kept the abortion clinics running. Where, where, so where? About, hey, you know, I, tell me, give me the address. Give me the address of the abortion clinic in Sunbury that was allowed to stay open. Oh, they well, were considered essential. They in Sunbury. You know, Steve, I, they were considered essential by many states. The that's states great. That have them. They, okay, the and point. And they kept running. They he, kept running, Steve. If you're if you're ignorant to that, that's probably you're ignorant because you didn't check out things in the Great Reset either. What's coming? Oh, yeah, here, I just looked up better. a great reset. But let me, uh, let me, I will respond to, you know, here's what was n not fair or not right. Um, that there were certain local businesses that, for whatever reason, they were considered non-essential. They had to close. And yet the big chains, for instance, uh, they were allowed to stay open. When you had a big chain that 
they happened to have uh, sell some groceries in there, and I'm, they were allowed to stay open, and that was not that was a problem. That was not right. But you know, when you try when you try to implement rules for a huge number of people, yeah, you are absolutely going to have some uh, some things that do, that do not work out well. Well, here, here's another question for you, Steve. If this if this virus is so bad, and you know, we're so concerned with the spread. Why aren't high school sports ended? Why Why do kids, why were they allowed to play football? Unprotected, tackling each other, close physical contact. And yet in the schools, they want to maintain, you know, all the social distancing. And now many of them in the area here are, are closed and doing completely online learning. Right. So why, why wasn't that shut down? Well, there was a lot of talk about it. There was a great deal of talk well, then, about but, it. But, but, but you know why it wasn't, Steve? Because this thing isn't deadly, like the people want to tell you it is. And, and I know that bothers you to hear that. No, you know what, fact see, the matter is, no, here's what bothers year, me. Look, if you if you wanted to tell me that, there, that the coronavirus is not a real thing, if you want to think it's all a that, fake, Steve. that's up to you. I didn't say that. Hey, <laughs> listen, I know people that have had it, and they've recovered. My aunt was 89, or is yeah, 89 years old, she'll sure. be 90 next people month, recover. and she survived it. Sure, people recover. Yeah, well, Steve. But not everybody recovers. Maybe you're not aware of this. This might shock you, but there was 1.4 million deaths due to tuberculosis last year. All right? And that was in every country in the world. Did we wear masks then? Listen, we'll give you the last word, Van. We got a break to take, but anything else you want to add? Well, it's, it's just sad that we're so divided in this country. It's like the left, they can't give Donald Trump credit for anything. And was this election rigged? I, I guarantee you there's been there's enough stuff that's come out that there's no way that 80 million people voted for Joe Biden. The okay. guy didn't even campaign. And if, if he truly got 80 million, if that is correct, and we're supposed to believe that, then from now on, I guess people don't even have to campaign. Okay. They can just go ahead, don't answer questions, just hole up in a basement. And which is not which is not accurate. I thought I'd give him the last no word. We have a break to take. Another guy packs out stadiums okay. and has people flocking to him, and he he gets what seventy some million votes, which is okay. pretty impressive. We got to ring the bell on you, Van. Thank you. I'm sorry, but you know we had about eight minutes tied up in that call. You and Steve fighting that was fun. It's interesting radio, but we got to take a break. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our toll free hotline number. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. We have the rather have a rather long one, which we may get to, and uh, Texas is seven zero two three six. When I think of us, I think of us. This holiday season is like no other. Despite all the obstacles before us, Foss Jewelers has our shelves stocked with brand new jewelry, shown in a safe and secure showroom. Hi, this is Dan Foss. We have holiday gifts for every budget. Diamond pendants and earrings are a timeless classic. Vintage-inspired jewelry of all kinds never goes out of style. And pearl jewelry is a return hit of 2020. Foss Jewelers everyday low prices, award-winning customer service, on-site repairs and manufacturing of custom jewelry, combined with our free warranties, ensure your gift will be worry and trouble free. We strive to be the best shopping experience in this region. We look forward to wishing you a Merry Christmas, whether it's online or in person. Foss Jewelers, life's memories start here. We're located on Route 522 Seals Grove, online at fossjewels.com, and Foss Jewels Seals Grove on both Facebook and Instagram. 
When you look back over the last 105 years, a lot of things have gone on. Wars, revolution, inventions, discoveries, even pandemics. And there, through it all, has been Shimox Furniture. Hi, this is JP from Shimox Furniture. The good news is that we made it through a pandemic a century ago, and we're going to get through this one like we've gotten through all those other tough times together. After four generations, we've become the furniture company you go to when you want quality furniture at an affordable price. Now, to celebrate our 105th anniversary, we're offering incredible deals up to 40% store-wide. American-made recliners, just $2.99. Queen-size gel memory foam adjustable sets starting at $8.99. When you shop with us, delivery, setup, and removal of your old furniture and bedding are always free. We were voted the area's best furniture store five years in a row for a reason. So don't miss our 105th anniversary sale at Shimox Furniture on Route 61 in Coltmont or online at shimox.com selling happiness since 1950 home renovation is a very personal experience and the end result should leave you falling in love with your new space over and over again and achieving that takes attention to detail care and investment in quality the expert kitchen and bath designers at Lewisburg Builder Supply know what that means and they're ready to help you with free in-house measurements free computer design and recommendations on the pros who can help you get the job done right the first time call today at 523-1248 to schedule an appointment or visit lewisburgbuilders.com to use our online appointment feature the kitchen and bath design center at Lewisburg Builder Supply 160 Hafer Road in Lewisburg Penn State football is on News Radio 1070 WKOK, WKOK.com, and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Dotson at the five, dives in the end zone. He's got a touchdown, Penn State. Dotson makes another outstanding play. Penn State football is sponsored by Blaze Alexander Family Dealerships, Purdy Insurance Agency, Lewisburg Hotel, Iron Vines Winery. Join Jack Cam and me this Saturday for Penn State football as the Nittany Lions take on Rutgers. Join us on WKOK, WKOK.com, and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Neil Kulong and the Steelers situation today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan with Steve Kushaloff, and we have a, a very lengthy email about uh, COVID virus response from an area hospital uh, written by uh, Billy Allred, and it's actually too long for us to read on the air, but we would accept a phone call from you uh, if you want to make a comment or repeat those comments. Billy, uh, you know our phone number, 1-800-795-9565. If we get a chance, we'll excerpt it, uh, but you are welcome to call the program and, and bring us up to date on what you feel. Now... Here's the thing, Steve. <laughs> Uh-oh. You and Van were going at it hot and heavy over over some of this stuff. But, you know, the bottom line, Van's right. We are divided. You know, this is a country where well, sure. no one's willing to accept the other guy's <laughs> well, point of view. you got that right. Now, I put the election behind me. I've said to you before, I it, it's over. But I know people who won't put it behind them, you know, who say, oh, well, you voted for the demon or you voted, I voted, you voted for Joe Biden, you voted for a baby killer, you voted for a racist, you voted uh, for, you know, this guy wants open borders. How do we come together? You know, Joe Biden says he wants us to, but uh, I haven't seen many of his followers even, uh, evidencing the kind of love and uh, commitment to uh, inclusion. You know, it seems like inclusion is a big thing on the left uh, as long as I agree with you. But if I disagree with you, you don't want to include me. And who, you know, when you talk about Joe Biden's uh, followers, who are, who are you referring to? You. Okay, <laughs> and I'm all for... Uh you know, I, Joe, you and I, I are, we have been talking. We, we can talk. Yeah, that's right. And I have uh, other Republican friends and uh, we can talk. We had I, I must have been on the air with you. Um, former Congressman Jolly. Is that the right. guy's name? I truly I, I, I still look back on that. That was one of the highlights of the time I have spent on 
this program. When I could ask David Jolly to explain to me, to tell me what, cons- to tell me what a conservative political philosophy is in his words, because I was very interested, and I was not by any means going to refute him. But I'm going to tell you, when I get, when there are people like our last caller, and I maybe he's still listening, when he tells me things like, there's no way Joe Biden could have possibly gotten 80 million votes, because that, you know, there is a way he could have gotten 80 million votes. And when Van, our previous caller, also says he did all his campaigning in the basement, that is not accurate. Well, it's close to accurate. No, it's not even close <laughs> to accurate. He was in, I, I, I was, well, I was saw him. in empty halls and parking lots. <laughs> doesn't matter, because that was safe, because I know your side of the aisle doesn't really care about safety. Oh, see, now there you are. Painting That's this right. with a non-inclusive well, brush. Well, you know, if you're going to tell me that, first you're going to tell me Joe Biden only campaigned in basements, then when I refute that, you say, well, okay, he did well, get out in public. you admit that he never took tough questions. You will admit that, I trust. N- no, I no, won't, because, uh, see, that's another uh, fallacy that you try to throw out there. Cindy, you're on the mark this morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I hope that you had a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, not really, but thank you for offering. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> oh, not to get, Sorry. you don't get to see friends and family. you got to stay on your own. Um, I, I want to comment about the prioritization they're expressing from the government for the COVID vaccine. And I think that the prioritization is upside down. I don't think old people should be prioritized, and I am in that class of people. I think that it should be the young people, especially parents of children, who should be a high priority. I think it should be the service workers that, you know, the hair salons and the grocery stores, the uh, firemen and uh, EMS workers, they should be the priority. But certainly people who have children dependent on them rank higher on my priority list than older people who no longer provide that kind of support to children and who are on our own. But many grandparents do provide that support to their ch- grandchildren. And if you, I think that if you are providing direct care to ch- young children, you should be of the highest priority. And why do I say that? Because what will become of them if something happens to you? So that's who should be, because in vaccinating that adult, I also help that child. So that's a two for three for fourth for however many children they're directly supporting caring for. They certainly should be of the highest priority in receiving this. Well, I guess that makes sense, but you know, the the elderly are the most at risk with respect to uh, bad results, bad outcomes if they catch it. You well, know. that's true, but they've had a good life. Okay, so you know, they've boy, used you're, their boy, resources to take are, care of themselves and children. You are tough. They've, they've, <laughs> no, I, I'm not tough at all. I'm being very practical. Are Are they going to step up then and care for these children? Well, don't you remember when the Democrat? Don't you remember when the Democrats were accusing the Republicans of having death squads with respect to health insurance? You're creating yes, death do. squads. <laughs> no, I'm not creating death squads. I'm. We have to make choices. This is when I, I remember. I think it was in high school it might have been in college a big discussion about the lifeboat thing and they had all these different people in the lifeboat and who should be saved and who should not be saved because uh to get into this lifeboat and they had older people but it it has been my philosophy since i was in my teens or 20s that you we've enjoyed our life we've had our opportunities we've we've embraced the 60 70 80 years we've been given and to prioritize us 
over people half our age or less who have small children, I think that's obscene. I, who's, I, I believe that we should place the safety of those children at the highest priority and therefore protect the people around them. But children are that's less at risk of getting it, according to all the studies. They say it's safe to put kids back in school, that they're much less likely to get it than other people. So I'm not concerned the about the children getting COVID. I'm considered concerned about the children losing a parent and therefore what becomes of that child and the anguish and the angst that didn't have to happen assuming this COVID has such a high priority of effectiveness then it should be prioritized to people who for whom the um, society has the greatest need they have the biggest uh, impact these are also the workers you know, these well, are the people who are producing who are making uh, the world happen who are driving the buses who are moving the trains and flying the planes. These are the people that we should prioritize. I'll tell you who I think we should prioritize, people at the greatest risk of spreading it. And that would depend on their job, you know, whether they work in close contact with other people. Let's say you're working at a factory where there are, of necessity, uh, 250 people all working in close proximity. It's impractical to, to dis socially distance them and get the job done. Those are the people I think should get the priority to the, for the vaccine because they are the ones most at risk of spreading the disease to other people. Well, uh, you know, I, obviously we all have different perspectives about it, Joe. But you have to remember that for every dose, you know, they're talking about they're going to produce 20 million doses. How many people does that actually vaccinate? 10 million. Right. It takes two shots. Right. So you, you really, I think this is, again, this is the lifeboat story. How many, who's going to get in that lifeboat? Just because I don't get the vaccination doesn't mean I'm going to get sick and die. It means that I have to lead a more sheltered life to protect myself, which I should be doing anyway. Well, given, the, your, given your philosophy, if you're sitting next to me, you just might get pushed out of the boat, kid. Well, that's okay, <laughs> Joe. We might wrestle over. Well, I, that would be fine. I mean, okay. somebody has to get out of the boat, right? You know, it, well, interestingly, it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's interesting to me uh, how people call on um, their neighbors to be givers and supporters, to be Americans, to care for each other. But when it comes to making a personal sacrifice for the name of our neighbors, in the name of other people, in the name of people who obviously have greater priority than we do, not so much on some people. Fair enough. Cindy, we gotta take you gotta take our last Thank break. You. Thank you for calling. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Uh we have another call pending from Al and we've got to take a quick break and we'll be back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over one hundred years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Don't worry, you still have time. This year, switch to a Medicare plan from a name you trust, Geisinger. 
Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans start at $0 a month, including coverage for medical, hospital, and prescriptions with most plans. With $0 deductibles, $0 preventive care, $0 vaccines, insulin as low as $17.50 a month, which could save you thousands per year. Specialist visits with no referral, telemedicine visits as low as $0, plus options for dental, vision, and hearing benefits. Learn more at GeisingerGold.com radio. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans give you access to our many doctors and hospitals, plus thousands more. Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. For a Medicare Advantage plan you know you can count on, switch to Geisinger. Visit GeisingerGold.com radio to switch today. $17.50 per month for insulin is with 90-day supply. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans are HMO and PPO plans with Medicare contract. Enrollment in Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans depends on contract renewal. Caldwell Banker, Penwin Real Estate, Lisa, when you're ready. Chad, I want to talk about philanthropy today. Philanthropy? I thought you listed and sold homes. Well, yeah, but we also love helping out our community as much as we can. Who do you help? Well, well, there's the Eastern Union County Supplemental Food Program, Evangelical Community Hospital, Think Big. Okay. Penitent Souls Children's Foundation, First Community Partnership of Pennsylvania, Milton Public Library. Wow. Oh, yeah. And we list and sell homes. Well done. Need help? Ask for me, Lisa Barrick at CobalBankerPen1.com. Catch Penn State Nittany Lions football anywhere by streaming the game on WKOK.com and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Presented by MidPen Engineering. MidPen Engineering Lewisburg offers civil engineering, building design, and surveying services. For over 50 years, MidPen Engineering has provided comprehensive, personalized, and cost-effective services on time and within budget. Visit MidPenEngineering.com and visit them on Facebook for more. Stream every Penn State Nittany Lions football game on WKOK.com. KOK.com and our app presented by MidPen Engineering. Welcome back to On the Mark. Okay, Al, you get the final shot. You're on the mark. Yeah, good morning. Uh, in 2016, everybody won the election because we got a good president that cared about the United States. And now in 2020, everybody lost this election. Because it's just a continuation of the coup. Uh, the coup? It, you know, who's the, the one coup. who's trying the coup? I think it's Donald Trump who's trying to pull off the coup, the, 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 the coup d'etat. We've got a right. We have a president-elect. Well, you know who what? Was I'm the, the caller, and why don't you let me speak? Because you're wrong. Well, no, we allow people to be wrong, No, why Steve? don't you call me a liar like no, you did no, the no, other No, 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 I didn't say that. Oh, See? You, you, you I got don't... for that. I should have said that. That's right. Now. I don't use the I L word. I knew if I called him while you were on the phone. You'd always talk right over me. Well, why don't you... I'll tell you what. Next week, why don't you come and you can sit behind the mic. Oh, I'd love that. I don't doubt it. And they even... Uh, well, but like, we do uh, we do invite callers to express their opinions. That's what we're in the business to do. And so... Yeah, well, I, I don't need more... his... Uh, that's why I was hesitant to call him, but thanks anyway. Well, go ahead, go ahead and make your point. I'm, I'm listening no, to no. you. Oh, I'm good. I'll call later, like he suggested. Okay, well... <laughs> You've offended one of our regular callers. Well, that's unfortunate. You know, when you have a legitimately elected president-elect, as we do right now, and the other person says, no, 
that was not a fair election. We are going to do everything we can to overturn it. That is essentially a coup d'etat before the coup d'etat even occurs. But that's that's what's trying to happen right now. But some people believe that. Some people believe, um, you know, some people believe in one version of the Bible. Some people believe in another version. Some people believe that up is down and down is up. But that's a free. This is a free country. They're allowed to do that. Even if and on an opinion to... program, they're allowed to express that opinion as that's reprehensible true. as we may find it. Well, if I'll we find what. it to be reprehensible. Okay. And um, it's unfortunate if the caller was offended. I did not call him. Uh, I did not use the L word. No, I know you didn't. I sure didn't. And I simply said, no, I, dis- I disagree with you. If he doesn't want to be disagreed with, then he probably should call right. in when I'm well, not no, here. Well, no, it's a discussion program, and people need to be willing to discuss with us. I mean, they can't right. just call in and talk for seven to ten minutes, and then we, we move on to the next caller. If someone calls in, typically what we do, and you provide that function very well, somebody calls in on the far right, you take them on. Somebody calls in on the far left, I take them on. That's the nature of the program. You know, if you can't defend your views, this is not the program you want to call. Right. So here, I've got some numbers. We've got a minute or two. Let me just toss these numbers uh, out at you. Uh, going Talking about the coronavirus, for the whole year of the coronavirus, approximately 311 days, the average number of cases per day was uh, about 45,000, okay? 45,000 cases per day for the whole year. Since Thanksgiving, just two days, since Thanksgiving, the number of cases for just two days after Thanksgiving, 173,000. And so, again, you know, we had a caller a while back, and he was squawking about... Uh, about schools, about sports, once again trying to diminish the uh, the severity of this virus. Uh, those numbers right there tell you. Well, we have a we have a do we do have an email that we need to get in. He says this is from Tom. He says I wish Van would have a great reset, but it appears he needs a new circuit breaker. Wow, what a bunch of nonsense. Well, there you go. So I guess I'm not the only one who disagrees with uh, callers now and then. Well, I mean, it is a discussion program, and so we are free to disagree. But hopefully uh, we'll have more disagreements tomorrow when Mark gets back. Steve, thank you for joining us the last few days. Enjoyed we'll see it. you again. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGrann and Steve Kushloff with me. Tomorrow Mark Lawrence is back. We hope to have you join us then. Take care. This is WKOK, 